0: It's time for another episode of Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight, the podcast series presented by Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago, where hope and healing meet. Here's Melanie Cole. If you're a parent whose child needs plastic surgery as a result of birth or trauma, thanks to new techniques and medical advancements, doctors can now successfully correct disfigurements and offer that child a chance to have a normal life. My guest today is Dr. Lee Al-Qureshi. He's a pediatric plastic and craniofacial surgeon with Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago. Dr. Al-Qureshi, what differentiates a pediatric plastic surgeon from an adult plastic surgeon? What's different in your training and your philosophy of care?
1: That's a great question. So pediatric plastic surgeons are plastic surgeons first. We all go through the same residency training program and then pediatric plastic surgery is generally a one-year fellowship. That's an additional year of training after the end of uh, residency. And during that year, we focus on, in addition to general plastic surgery principles, we, we focus on looking after patients with differences in uh, the conditions and the patients in the growing child and how that's going to um, uh, change as the child grows.
0: What are some of the most common conditions requiring pediatric plastic surgery that you see?
1: Um, Cleft lip and palate is one of the most common conditions that we look after that patients who are born with cleft of either the lip, the palate, or both. And uh, those patients uh, will generally require multiple surgeries through the course of their childhood to, to correct those birth defects. Other conditions that are common and are relatively common in the pediatric plastic surgery uh, field are birthmarks, birth defects, nevi, which are congenital mold, head shape differences uh, related to premature fusion of skull sutures, a uh, little bit less common.
0: Now, many kids have birthmarks. They have nevi, they have, or even scars that they have. So speak about how plastic surgery and pediatric plastic surgery affects these children and changes their lives if they are someone who has a birthmark that's pretty visible or a scar revision. And do these things always have to be surgically removed as far as birthmarks? Tell us a little bit about them. Uh,
1: Absolutely. Uh, So um birthmarks and scars are are um different different mechanisms but the end result in terms of how the child feels about them may be very similar uh, uh, especially when it involves a uh, uh, cosmetically cosmetically sensitive area like the face um any difference uh in facial appearance can be something that uh, a child is very sensitive to especially as they start getting into the school age years uh, and so there are many reasons why a scar or a birthmark may uh we may choose to um uh do a surgery for that. Um but one of the reasons may be to improve the appearance of, of either the birthmark or the scar. Now certain types of birthmarks may need to be removed for other reasons and it's always best if there's any question to to see uh your your physician and then your surgeon um uh for advice on the indications for surgery, uh, whether it's required, whether it's um, advised, um, and whether anything can be done to, to um, aside from any medical issues, to improve the appearance. So.
0: What else would you like to discuss as far as maybe there's jaw surgery and, you know, where do you see children being mostly affected? When it comes to pediatric plastics, and because you're you're changing their lives, doctor, so it's something that makes them feel normal again. As I said in my intro, so what do you see as exciting that's going on in your field?
1: Well, one of the the main reasons I started in this field was the the opportunity to take patients with conditions that would be viewed. surgery. Jaw surgery is any surgery to move the position of the jaws and the teeth along with them. The Reasons that we would do that are um, when the teeth are in enough of an abnormal position that the orthodontist along with braces is just not able to get the teeth in a good position and so in those cases we'll work very closely with the orthodontist uh, and ultimately perform a surgery to move the jaws uh, which has Improving uh, the profile of, of the patient's face, improving their overall appearance, and so we'll work very closely with the orthodontist um, for for those kids. Now, those kids may be kids who also have a cleft lipid palate or a cleft palate. We know that about t- around 20% of those patients ultimately have abnormal growth of the upper jaw and, re- and will require jaw surgery later, but it can also be kids who um, jaw which grows more or less than the other jaw and they end up in a position which just doesn't give them ability to bite and
0: chew correctly. So I think that's an important point Dr. Al-Qureshi is that not all and and parents might be confused about plastic surgery and craniofacial surgery as where it applies to children. Not all of it is cosmetic, much of it is not and Some of it really affects the quality of life. As you wrap it up for us, and you just stated about biting and chewing and cleft lip and palate and, you know, things like birthmarks or scars, what would you like parents to take away from this segment as far as messaging about the importance of finding a good pediatric plastic surgeon for their child and how it really can change a child's life?
1: Absolutely. I and mean, I think you, you touched on the, the main points there. As a resident in plastic surgery, a trainee in plastic surgery, we learn all of the techniques that are applicable to reconstructive surgery for any reason, uh, as well as those techniques in cosmetic surgery or aesthetic surgery. And the techniques used in, in those two fields are very closely related. classic surgery world, which would be considered a purely cosmetic procedure, although many of the surgeries that we do, which are reconstructive in nature or constructive in nature, have an aesthetic component to them because we're working in an aesthetically sensitive area like the face, the eyelids, or anywhere where, uh, that's potentially a visible part of the body. And, and naturally, as kids are going through uh, their school-age years, that becomes an increasingly important uh, part of their self-image and self-esteem the most rewarding aspect of pediatric plastic surgery for me is being able to give children the opportunity to, to lead a normal life and to not go through life concerned about having a difference which other children may, may make note of and potentially tease. And so that, that's one of the, the uh, best aspects of, uh, of this field from, from my standpoint. In terms of finding a pediatric plastic any surgeon or any physician, it's always important to go to someone who's recognized by the National Certification Authority. So that would be someone who's board certified. And that way they've they've gone through a rigorous vetting to make sure that they're doing surgery and, and offering surgery which is appropriate and uh, in the best interest of the
0: child. It must be very rewarding for you, Dr. Al Qureshi and What a wonderful burgeoning field that you're in, and thank you for all the great work that you're doing at Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago. This is Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight with Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago. For more information, please visit ShrinersChicago.org. That's ShrinersChicago.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.